What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, the hype episode 329. Lots of stuff going on. Wemby Mania, we're going to look at some sales on some early Wemby cards. Fanatics has had a couple boo-boos with some jerseys, with some cards. We'll talk about that. We also have Whatnot in the news again for another breaker doing some bad, bad bad things so we'll discuss all that and more we also got to reach into the mailbag we got a question about the 2024 nfl draft as it approaches and combines are starting so we will dive into that uh especially with the two companies involved and how this affects collecting uh check out mojobreakshop.com we've got a savings coupon for you guys 25 dollars off any purchase over a hundred dollars use code March 25 to save $25 off if you want to grab a box of brand new finest MLS. You want to get Series 1 Hobby or Jumbo, you could save $25, and that is a flash sale. So get on that right now. Get that box delivered right to your doorstep and get in at mojobreakshop.com. Uh, discount code March 25. If you want to win a box of Series 1, head on over to our Instagram contest, pick a winner of the World Series, which it's okay to put Giants. I know it's a little far-fetched. You can put Giants and tag your friend, and your friend will win a box too if if we pick you at random. So lots of stuff going on. We're also going to have a special event of Fanatics Live on Monday with a celebrity. So be sure to check in on that. We're going to have a ton of giveaways and some cool, cool stuff going on. Uh, C-Rad has been in the news. Uh, he pulled the Kobe on two. 24-24, he pulled it out of 18-19 uh, contenders, had a great reaction, got uh, pushed through social media. Also was seen at uh, WWE Raw. How does it feel to get a lot of media attention? <laughs> it, feels it feels great. It feels great. And um, I will say uh, the one thing that was awesome, obviously, besides Bob, especially pulling that Kobe, is like you start to realize the impact sometimes of like you think it's – you think so, you know, it might not be a big deal to everybody, obviously. But, like, there was customers who were telling me, like, you know, like, I remember when Kobe passed away, it was a sad day for sports, right? I mean, it, I cried. Um, and, then like, his, like, every time they do any kind of memorial for him, statue unveiling stuff, like, it's always emotional and sad. And then, like, I had customers tell me, like, they, you know, me hitting that card on the 24th, like, and it was jersey number 24. They, like, they cried me of me hitting that card. And nice. that, that, that that just, you know, that fit, that, damn. like, you you start realizing, like, damn, dude, like, sometimes, like, these this, this stuff means more than cards, you know what I mean? Yep. More than cardboard. So nice. It just took you a week off of the hype. Then you got right back in cards <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Me and Dan were saying last week might have been the best podcast we, got, we ever did. Jeez. I guess. I don't know. We didn't talk much about sports cards or sports. It was <laughs> about 20 minutes of the I Apple <laughs> I glasses Pod, Vision Pro, Vision. There was like, whatever the there hell. Was, there called. wasn't a lot of structure going on <laughs> sure. in that podcast. <laughs> so, might have been some f bombs. I don't know. I, who knows? And I think we uploaded it just right, right in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's no editing. No editing. I like it. You're going old school. You yeah, know. You know. I was. I was like, shoot. Hey man, we've done a lot of these. They're they're not they're they're not gonna always be the cannot be. I, I'll tell you guys the the worst one we ever done was when Doug took off took off a week and it was and I had and I was trying to be the producer for a week for me and Dan. And <laughs> the whole episode, all we would talk about was Raiders and Rams. I know that was probably, no, no, it was good. That was great. It was also it was also good. Second best. It was the second best between <laughs> Doug Doug and myself last week. I actually thought it was uh, it was pretty good. Cody was on a vacation. Came back from uh, was, uh, Italy. Yeah, I'm, I'm back from Italy. 
Uh, still not used to the time change. That's not more. That's not me per se. That's more having a two and a half year old on the same trip. Who? Uh, How's that flight, man? Uh, you know what? The way there was tough. Way back was fine. Okay. Way back was totally but fine. But you seen what I was talking about on the way there with it's the toddler? It's tough. A long flight. It was tough. Even did, his guys, ear, did the ears you guys, pop? You guys had help though, right? You yes. Yeah. My mom, my mom, and whole family was there, so I uh, got a lot of help. Uh, unforgettable trip. Amazing Good time. Question: What was the best thing you ate there? Best thing. Uh, I have been telling everyone this. I had three. I would. I would say probably three of the best meals um, I've ever had in my life in that trip. There was a ravioli dish I had in Florence that I uh, will remember for the rest of your life. Yeah, I, I swear to God, if someone is like, if I had a chance on my deathbed to be like, you can have, last I, meal. I will magically give you this last meal. I think I would choose that. Nice. It was that good awesome. where I was blown away. There was some other thing. It was like a, like a fondue bread thing from Rome. That mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Just insane. Uh, yeah. Food was amazing. What do they do differently over there? Well, they speak a different language, for one. <laughs> that and that makes and that makes and that makes the food different. It makes the food makes different. The food, that makes the food better. Yes, so. they it make does. it with love. It does. No, uh, I would say the, I've the, been curious. the biggest the biggest difference that I noticed um, was like the Italian food that you're used to here. It's like oh, pastas with meat, pastas with meat sauce. Like no, there's like. Very rarely, like, they're throwing in meat in a lot of the pasta. Like, it's it's all cheese or, or spices. Like, it's a lot of cheese. A lot of cheese base with the pasta. Um, they, they The big thing is they got that big cheese wheel, too, that they bring some pasta, some certain types of pasta out. Um, also, breakfast. Oh, they, they, they put the cheese on it for you? Yeah. And you tell them to stop? Uh, no, it's like, so they get, like, a giant wheel of cheese. Okay. And they, just, and they have it like kind of carved like a, in a bowl shape, and they take the hot like they start sort of like they they put like a brandy in there and light it so it gets melty, and then they start shaving it off. Then they get the hot pasta just cooked, put it in there, and that's and they put the spices, they put the salt, the pepper, or whatever needs to be in there, and that's how they get it all ready to go right by your mm. table. It was, I thought Wisconsin oh was the cheese capital of the world. Oh no, yeah, oh, my no. wife, my wife ate so much cheese. <laughs> My wife, so much cheese. my wife always gives me the eye, and I'll use Olive Garden, which we all know and love, which is not Italy food, but it, it you know, it's 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 a nice. When you're there, your family, you know. Yeah, and you know, and they come by and they give you the salad, which is I think all you can eat. But um, they're like, "Would you like a little cheese on your salad?" And I'm just sitting there and like, they're like, "Tell me when to stop." And it's yeah. like thirty seconds. And I think the the wife's just like looking at yeah. me like. I'm like no, I want some more. You know, no. This is this is like, like a, when do we stop? This is a production. <laughs> they they put on a show for you. Um, also, the thing that was hard for this American to get used to breakfast, not a thing there, just not a ah, thing. Ah, that's my favorite meal. It's it's you have a cup of so coffee. They're saying they don't have eggs. You have very rarely did I find places where you could get an, a breakfast with eggs. Um, it was espresso and like a small pastry, mm. but because you would have a three course meal for lunch and dinner. Did you see you any sports so card? Much Did you see any sports card? Did you no, go see okay. Mr. Panini? This is the one thing I was like, oh, am I going to? I was like, I thought, especially in Rome, I thought, huge city. It's the biggest city in Italy. I'm going to see Panini stuff. And I didn't see it. I didn't. Maybe I wasn't in the right places. I saw tons of soccer gear, tons of Serie A stuff that was at the league there and saw a bunch of it. But yeah, I was surprised. I was on the lookout being like, where's Panini? Where's the Panini stuff? Where's Mr. Panini? And couldn't find it. 
I don't know where the exact headquarters of Panini is in Italy, but I would. I, I'm, they have to have a presence in Rome. That would be weird. Is there a Panini Italy, like a city? Is it? Is no, the I actual? Don't. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, you're. T- hell, I was just there. I should. I should know. But yeah, amazing trip. Amazing time. Missed the food. Great time. Yeah, I actually was. Uh, and you got me on a food thought. I was watching a TikTok. You know, you know how it is. Oh, they're in Mod- Modena, by the way. Uh, uh, yeah. Modena, Italy. That's uh, that's probably a small, smaller town, is what I'm I'm guessing. But I saw somebody take a wagyu steak, and they oh. cooked it in chocolate for about three hours in mm. the oven. And then they uh, they they actually you would think they would keep the chocolate. They put most chocolate off, and then they they they, they seared it. And they said it was like the best bark ever because of the chocolate. You wouldn't think chocolate and steak would go, but I think I might try it. I have to get down on that. Yeah. The real wagyu, like the, the A5 from Japan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, 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 they cooked it in chocolate, and then they took it out of the chocolate and seared it. Yeah. Sounds you like gotta they, be, you got to be really confident to do that because that's expensive so Yeah, steak. it sounds like yeah. they potentially ruined a really good steak. Yeah. Oh, one last food thing. I uh, Something I did not expect. Ate three steaks in Florence alone. Florence, did very, you have any, very did you have famous steak. I did. Okay, how was the pizza? Delicious. Amazing. Uh, not American pizza. Yeah, very different. Also was trying to not be that American tourist who ate pizza the whole time and then got to the last night of the trip and realized I haven't had any pizza. I was a little too much on that. So we found a place that was apparently a really, really good pizza spot right by uh, our Airbnb. And yeah, I got like five different types of pizzas. We Ooh. literally were just like, nice. give us the five best. And they, they just were like, here you go. Here are the five best. And did most people speak English? Yeah, it was very easy. That was I was very in, I was kind of intimidated. Not so much in Rome, Florence. It's about a four hundred thousand people in the city, so it's not a small town by any means. It's still a city, but I thought oh, this might be a little tougher. But no, everywhere I went, it was. Easy. Did you, ha- did you drink easy. any Peroni? Uh, yes, I did. Is that is that, oh, like, is that like is that like the Budweiser? Of, it's definitely the Budweiser. It's a Budweiser of Italy. Also, I had a Peroni beer that was first of all, I was like, wow, it was this beer, and it was like two percent beer. I'm like, oh well, that doesn't really count. <laughs> uh, but it was like a lemon lime. It tasted like Sprite. Tasted more like Sprite than regular Sprite. Ooh. Only two percent alcohol like, though. Yeah, I was like, okay, so you clearly mix this with maybe like a you can put this in like a spritz. As the big, you know, you know, Aperol spritz over really big over there. So I'm like, this is probably more of a mixer. Dang near and non-alcoholic right there. Beer. Yeah, I was going to say. So, yeah, it was. Uh, but that was like, oh, man, I was just those were delicious. So, yeah, good beer, good wine, good food, good, good sights. Good times. Nice. Sweet. Expected. Yep. Absolutely. So the hobby's wild about Wemby. Uh, we got some pricing early. On some Wemby cards, and it uh, looks like a green Pulsar Prism. We're talking specifically about the Prism cards that came out last week because everybody's been ripping it. There was a green Pulsar PSA 10 sold for $11,150. The Prism Mania, which I think is absolutely hideous. Um, it actually looks more like Steven Jackson than Victor Webinyama on the card. Uh, but $9,700 for a Prism Mania. I know they're super rare. Have you pulled one yet? We, hit, we pulled one in 20 cases. Uh, we, of, not Luca. of women of Luca. Okay. We pulled one in on Fanatics Live. It was Dame Lillard. Mm. Okay. I mean, I get it. I know we're in the insert craze era of of sports cards. I think but they're pretty dope. I don't know, man. I think they're pretty dope. I think they look a lot better than in the mockups in person. I mean, if it wasn't shine, the shininess is you know Silver Prism esque. But I just I don't know. It's like a like a. If if Panini was to make like a prism like big league or something, I think that's I also where it would fit. feel like we've seen this like the big head 
insert before, like either in baseball. I yeah, know, the I know, whammy. I, the whammy. I know mm-hmm. we've seen it in baseball. I think we talked about it already. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like new. It's a new. De- it's a new for Prism, but it's not like a new idea or design. And then a blue cracked ice, which is number two, 125, 125 sold for $4,300. do not see a rookie card logo on that. Wemby, the is it? yeah, it's a oh, that's right on the bottom on the Prism Mania kind of blends in. Yeah, so four thousand three hundred eighty-eight for a blue cracked ice. I, I don't know. I think you got to sell Webinyama right now. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I would uh, wait for him to get. I mean, he's going to be great, but yeah, I mean, he looks these prices are exactly. insane. He, he, he yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing though. When we go back in history, and then we we look at. The prism, the or the, not the prism, but the Wemiyama rookie cards you want, ain't the car you really only really want is going to be the these prisms. Pretty it much, it is, yeah. it is. But I just don't know if he will outlive his hype when other people come in and the people are going to. They got to. I mean, they where gotta you, be, They got to be seven six. And let's do what say, he does. let's say that Wemby does have. <laughs> That's say, what I think is going against. Let's him. say hypothetically, like let's see, Wemby did have autos in prism. It was just like yeah. any other year. Top top rookie has auto. These parallels. Obviously, if there's rookie autos yeah. are and not we, and we are not that, are not going for as much as they are, right? A hundred percent. And if we knew that there were going to be autos in NT, there was going to be autos yeah. in all these other yeah. products, like rated rookie autos and stuff. Yeah, these would these parallels would not sell for as much as they do. Do you know what? What you want to surprise me? You don't have it on the slide, but the Color Blast Monopoly sold for five thousand yeah, dollars. Right. the Monopoly stuff's going crazy. But that's the only way to get Color Blast right now. Yes, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. And and the cool thing about the Monopoly ones is that you know the Color Blast design, it's like the, the Monopoly cash. Do we do we yeah. really think these Monopoly cards are going to hold value in the long term? I mean, isn't this what we said last year? And here we are a year later, and it's still hot. It's still yeah, but they're also readily available. Yeah. Looks like. I and, mean, no, and, I don't know. I would no, say that. Well, and well, it's boosted by I'll, an exceptional rookie. I too. I go on TikTok. TikTok and every TikTok breaker that is breaking basketball is breaking Monopoly. So well, they can't get Prism hopping. Right. Yeah, but so this I mean, is prism it is somebody is getting it and getting a lot of it. Yeah, that or they're they're buying from bots or people that went to their local like. Yeah. Target. I, I know I know Target yeah. allows you to buy five on on the app. Yeah, five at a time. Does anybody know how much blasters? I know you could buy the set. I would assume if you bought like the game board, you would get some cards, but I don't know if you're going to have I think you get a couple odds. packs in the, in the oh, game, okay. game board. Okay, they're the same packs, though? Po- uh, I don't know if they're the same packs, but I know you should get at least one or two packs in that game board. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm nine days clean from playing Monopoly Go now, so I can understand why there's a little <laughs> bit of an addiction there. Listen, tomorrow they'll give you your chip, yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've completely chip. gone off the app. I'm not. I'm done. Good for you. I'm done. I, why spend money for nothing? It's literally stupid. So. What? What is Monopoly Go? Oh, oh, don't even try it. Oh, God. Oh, don't, don't even go on there, can of worms, Is that like Pokemon Go, but Monopoly no, version no, of it? It's, it's, it's an app where you, you know, it's a game that gets people addicted, but you can spend real money on it, obviously, like all these other app games. Yeah. What do you... So you're well, like, oh, no, I can't keep, keep going. Well, but I would spend $10. I'll get the, this all these items that I could use. Yeah, there's basically, rolling. you roll around the board, you got to build, and you go to different cities, and you build more hotels, and then you keep moving up, and there's no end in sight. You can't win the game. You're just playing against your friends, and then you can, like, knock their hotels down and stuff like that. Then they have, like, mini games inside of it. Like, if you and your fr- uh, your friends build a cake, you get 5,000 dice to roll so you can play longer. So, like, I attributed the dice to, like, Crack Rock. So, like, I need more Crack Rock to play the game. So, it just got – it got it kind of spiraled for me. So, <laughs> I just – I had to stop playing it. 
Um, I was I was killing everybody. I was beating all my friends. But then at the end of the day, I I, I what what am I doing? I'm just wasting my time. So <laughs> you're hooking up the fine people at uh, is it Hasbro? Har- Hasbro Parker Hasbro. Parker Brothers? I believe it's Hasbro. It's Hasbro. Is it not Parker Brothers? Uh, I have to look it up. Was I it think not? Oh, I Parker think Brothers it, I think might have gotten bought by Hasbro. In Parker fact. Brothers, man, and you get stickers to build sets, just like collecting cards. Parker Brothers. No, I I mean I, you sound like that does sound right. Parker Brothers, yes, it was. It's now owned by Hasbro, but Parker Brothers did was the original Monopoly. Yeah, I honestly haven't been a fan of Monopoly since uh, Parker the the Parker Bros got out of the game. Also, Parker Bros fans. Also, I I always really liked what they were doing with Monopoly. uh, Risk, Trivial Pursuit, Bop It, Scrabble, dude, Bop It, Bop It is. Love maddening. It. There's nothing to like. When about they went it. to Bop It Extreme, though, and they uh, added wait, like four wait, other went, dongles. They went to what? Oh, <laughs> went to what? oh, you weren't there for Bop It Extreme. So yeah, you have was, wait, you wait, have wait, Bop was, It, Pull wait, It, Twist It. Was Parker Brothers? Was that where they did? I the think original, that was the did, Hasbro. Did, 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 they, did they do the original? Yes. Yeah, because I remember. I remember Hasbro. Bop It when it was with my again my bros. And then the, the moment the Parker variety on, they're like, you know what? What if we brought in a Flick It? And what if we brought in? Uh, a uh, there was another one too. There was like three other ones. Because Bobbit had you, and then it just became this monstrosity. Bobbit had enough appendages to play that. Yeah, you know it was too much. Bobbit had like you twisted it, you pulled it, and you bopped it, and you bopped it. And that was it. It's all you needed. It was all. It was challenging enough with three. Hard game. It was hard game. Stuff. Bop it. I break it. Eventually, throw it against the wall. I yeah. we, I got one. But back to Wemby, uh, we are still doing Prism Breaks, so check out uh, MojoBreak.com. Get in on some breaks for uh, Prism. Um, I know you pulled the Mojo to 25. Best one of the week, yep. So if the one number to 125 sold for 4,000, this has oh got to be at least over 10K, right? 5X it. Yeah, yeah so $25,000 25, $25, card. I I will see the argument of what, what C-Rad's saying, that the number one card you want of Wemby is a Prism rookie. And if you have a really good one, then I can see the argument of, well, I got to hold on because, look, we all are seeing what he's doing. We all see it. Like, this is – he's getting better as the season goes on. But he, my- and, and every time I see a new thing where – what was that game he had where it was, like, the first guy to do, like, or something. 25 – well, f- first of all, he had the triple-double with 10 blocks. <laughs> then he had one where it was, like, 25, 10, 10, 5, 5, and 5. I'm like <laughs> – and it's like, yeah, he's the first rookie to ever do that. Like, What's the what? What are, what are his silvers going for? Ooh, I all we know is that his PSA they, went for around like nineteen hundred. Yeah, I'll and, double check right now. And I got a question for you guys. We Doug and I were talking about it mm. and <clears throat> posed the question in the Fanatics live chat when we were ripping it on Monday. If you have a choice between a black gold number to five, yeah. or a true gold, which one are you going with? Um, black, gold. black gold number to five. Black gold number to five, gold. or a true gold number to ten. Not the gold shimmer. We're talking right. your daddy's gold. I mean, talking gold uh, regular. I mean, yeah, probably black gold. Yeah, that's yeah, what I said. Probably black gold. It's number to five. Nowhere, yeah, it looks cool too. Yeah, but that's yeah, not I know a, that, I know that, that gold that is, is the classic. That isn't you're, an OG color. I know, and you're I, on an island by yourself. And I honestly here. don't think the black gold is going to sell for more than an OG gold. I don't know. Basketball collectors love the black gold. Though. Yeah, they and actually it, did it right this year. The well, design actually looks I, good. So I am in the minority there, but yeah, you know I'm what? going. This could be the year where it finally it's like, well, the Wem- Wemby, Wemby black gold. It makes it this iconic card that 
it locks it in. I bet as, it doesn't. As iconic as, as I bet as it doesn't. I'll be honest, fan. man. Most of these okay, good. Yeah, like I said, gold shimmer, man. This, I'm not a no, monster no, over here. Anywhere from uh, seven to nine hundred on the silvers. Yeah, raw, that's raw, right. raw. Yeah. like Gosh. that. That is it's a lot crazy. The that's highest one I've seen. Well, this best. Oh, here we go. A bid was a PSA ten graded. That's probably out of retail. And how much do you think? Twenty five. There's probably no gold up on the bay, right? No, I haven't seen. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say. What do we think a gold? A gold seventy thousand. I mean, Jesus Christ. considering where we're at, yeah. the high end here so far is the Green Pole Star that we're looking at. Well, let me so. ask you guys this, because I'm going to be yeah. the devil's advocate in this scenario here. Who are the top five hobby collected players of all time in basketball? Just name top five. Who, who top are they? Five, Jordan, LeBron, Jordan, LeBron, Curry, Curry Luka, yep. Kobe. Kobe. Kobe's probably. Are any of those guys over seven foot? That's my point. That's my point. I mean, LeBron's pretty cool. But but <laughs> he's like, the, the, think of the seven footers from those eras. The, we're in a whole. Shaq should sell for a lot sure, more than he does. But we're in a whole different era of seven footers what, right if now. Shaq could bust threes back yeah, in there, those days. I mean, he'd be a top five guy. Yeah, right now. Shaq we're couldn't even make the, a free are, throw, man. We are <laughs> firmly entrenched in the era of the dynamic big man right now. The big man who can do it all. Giannis. Joel Embiid, ben Jokic. Every team's going to need a player like <laughs> and and and, when, and Wemby the is the nexus. Wemby is sort of the guy Wemby's who the like brings it all together. Of Jokic and, and Giannis. Right. Uh, and moving forward, if you're an NBA team, you need a player like Chet or Wemby to be competitive with these guys who are obviously mm-hmm. going to lead their teams and be these guys you can't stop because you're just not talking. Hell, look at a guy who we all thought was going to be that ba- big guy that has completely changed the dynamic of the Celtics, Chris Upperzingis. But what about what, like, can we put, compl- can we put Kevin Durant? In, isn't there. like Kevin Durant like the OG? I think you can put him in there. He's yeah. like the OG of this player, yeah. like this type of player. It's like KD is like the first. More of like a pure scorer, and, and granted, though. I guess he, yeah, what, he's like 6'11"? Yeah. yeah. He's not and, quite and seven always, foot. I guess it doesn't count. And but. he feels more like just a pure scorer rather, other than these guys who are kind of like do, do it all. Sort of, you know, on both ends of the court. I think I'll take Kevin Durant Don't on my team yeah, over Wemby right, I think, right now. Chet, well, I think Chet, Victor, and uh, Kevin need to go to Florence and get some meals. Yeah, beef up. Um, but you know, because I think they probably—I probably weigh the same amount as Wemby, and I'm two inches. Two Although I will say, it's you so much walking that you're not going to be holding that weight. Off. Yeah, to, I, I was going to say yeah. I actually lost weight. I it's came great. back. Like <laughs> I ate crazy. so Wemby, much food. Wemby was able to overcome the Britney Spears thing to like yeah. <laughs> become a good pro. I thought the career Truly might be over before it curse. started. I thought it was done. Yeah, I thought he was done. Right. Oh, and if anybody was wondering, the product Prism might have taken a hit on Monday. I pulled a LeBron Black 101 Prism Break. It's done. Jeez. I killed the product. Prism Break 101? Yeah. Wow. Which I didn't know was a 101 because it was purple. But Huh? It was purple, then black in the middle. Oh, got you. Got you. I'll yeah, the like, inserts are always tough to see. Yeah, because I was like, they're... to 99, because I thought it was going to be a purple parallel, but it was just the border was purple, the middle was black. I got to see a picture of this bad boy might be still in there, but um, I, you know, it's just a casual day for me. So I didn't even post it on Instagram. No biggie. Or nothing, so, you know, uh, the, just another what's day. The, is it the Prismania? Whatever. Is that the, the big head card? Yes. Um, that's the shortest print to chase in the entire product. Do they have parallels of those? No, they're no. just, okay. So it's not like kabooms where you have like green kabooms, gold kabooms. Mm-mm. 
All right, so for this next uh, segment, we're going to reach into the mailbag. We had somebody on the Fanatics, or uh, on the Hype Group, I should say. That's not called Fanatics yet, unless they want to buy it. But um, <laughs> reach out to us if they'd like. Uh, Ricky, I think we have like 240 people on there. Cool. So I, I'd probably, I, if I'm Fanatics, I'm probably jumping in on that. Buy low right now. I would value all those users at, at least a million. grand apiece. A mil- sure. I'd say a million apiece, yeah, probably. Absolutely. 240 yeah. million, please. Yeah, I actually tried to, <laughs> on a side note, I, tried, I, I did try to make it a little bit more... Um, public but it, it wouldn't let me but um you guys can invite your friends now without getting having us tell your friends so, yeah tell your friends uh but a- anyways we've got a question here uh from uh let me pull it up here mark uh why thank you rookies incoming for the 2024 nfl draft and who to ch- who should we be chasing and, and that's a good question because i think you got a lot of uh stuff going on with the combine and it's going to be a pretty stacked quarterback rookie class uh first off i seen the video of justin fields celebrating his agent put it out there that he was very happy about something last night going home some say that he said i'm going home which would be in georgia which would say that he's going to the falcons um which would mean the bears were probably taking caleb williams so you've got that maybe brewing that or the bears gave him an extension so i'd be shocked there's no way they can give him i don't even know how we can go from is he going to be the starting quarterback? Are they going to trade him to? We're going to extend him. No, it's like that's it's a full 180 right there. It's been cryptic because it right after the season ended, they put out a highlight reel of him and put JF one one number one. And the fans want. I mean, there was that the last few games, the fans were all on his side. He had a great stretch run. There was a big chant of just saying Justin Fields, like we want Fields, we want Fields. So the fans have spoken. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Atlanta, it's, it's make, Atlanta makes case. a lot of sense, though. They, it would be De- a great Desmond spot Ritter, for him. Desmond Ritter, I don't believe, is yeah. the guy. It would be a fantastic landing spot for him. Really good. I would love to see what he could do with B. John Robinson, with those guys right there. It's, yeah. And that's a, that's a division that's up for grabs right now. I think what the, really the nail, what made it really hard for Desmond Ritter is, is all those autographs he still has to sign at Panini's uh, rookie roundup. You know, he, he had like hang got thousand. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I, there's a lot, a lot of stuff. I mean, JJ McCarthy's moving up on people's boards. Drake May. I mean, you've got a lot of teams like needing quarterbacks. Um, I guess just the play into this is which ones are going to be Fanatics exclusives? How how is this going to affect Panini products? Is Tops going to come out with in season football products because we haven't seen that yet? We've seen them come out with CJ Stroud stuff prior to the season in the collegiate uniform. Then they didn't use C.J. Stroud other than I think he was in Ginter. They didn't use him, and they had his own product. But you didn't see him in anything else, so you're basically getting no autos of these rookies for the entire year. So I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Who do, who do we know for sure right now is a Fanatics exclusive? Caleb Williams is almost surely a Fanatics yep. exclusive. After I, that, we don't really know. I, I right? thought I, there was rumors going around that it was Penix, Daniels, uh, May. May. It's like all, all the, the guys, all the big QBs. Yeah, I mean Marvin Harrison, too. I would assume. Um, you can go on to I went on to this the other day. Fanatics uh, exclusive athletes, and I know oh. I know this covers um, mainly uh, the memorabilia side of things. But I I think with any of these newer guys, it it is uh, probably a card deal too. Um, yeah, it should give you that. That should give you a hint. But we potentially could be looking at five quarterbacks again. Selected in the first round, uh, which is insane. It's insane that, like, 
every I mean two years that's ten quarter I mean ten quarterbacks it's pretty nuts like that means throughout the, like we're not hitting on all of them like teams are like we're not, not on a good percentage yeah <laughs> right. teams are I mean you go right. back you go back to even like 2020 and there's guys who are like well didn't hit on like Zach Wilson Zach Zach Wilson is not going to be a jet anymore he they basically came out today and said that he can go look for a trade. He right. can go look. We're getting rid of you. And he's looking, and everyone's going. Don't look at me. <laughs> he'll get a bat. He'll he'll get traded somewhere for probably like a fifth or sixth. Yeah. They round have Chop, pick. Chop Robinson. Don't know who he is, but he's a 2024 draft prospect. He okay. is uh, on the exclusive list. Uh, Archie Manning. Oh, that, Arch, never mind. That's the retired. Yeah, uh, Archie, that's that's daddy. That's papa. Panini. That's grandpa. Uh, but Caleb Williams is on this list okay. uh, as well. Um, Brock Purdy is on here. Uh, Max Crosby, Brees Hall, Nick Foles, you got uh, Joe was, Burrow. I, I think we can almost assume that most of the QBs will be there. I almost want to assume. Financially, does it really make sense, though? Like, again, yeah, Panini but... only has one more year. Are you going to spend all this money to essentially lock up yeah. all these guys? And You're going to have seen, next year anyway. We've seen in 2023, they didn't do an amazing job of monetizing the guys that they signed to an exclusive deal. Bryce Young, <clears throat> Stroud, Levis. On the other hand, I'm just thinking about it right now. On the other hand, like what you just said, a bit coming off of what you just said, do they also want to take the risk of letting Panini having the chance to sign these guys to exclusive? And then when they get the license, oh. they can't make autographs of True. them. Right. So that's probably oh. why they have to kind of pay that's up. Right. Yeah, that's why oh, they're doing that's it That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's curveball. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just thought, I just, I, that's like, smart. Yeah, that's smart. 20 year deal, you know, that's smart business. Are you, because they you got it? You got a seat at the table. Are you making those calls? Cause that's pretty, that's pretty smart. Because they, but then he already went out and signed Arch Manning two, was it two years ago or whatever, something yeah, or like last year. Which like you know is fairly early. And now but he, I heard, I heard but he, going after like high school. Like, but yeah, I mean, I, now. but Arch Arch Manning isn't even going to play this year. I mean, he's going to be on the he's yeah, on the Quinn, team. Quinn Ewers is going to probably play one more year. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I have my first. Uh, you know, we're playing two A six seven year old softball girls this weekend. I mean, if I see Jason Howarth out there, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We might be trying to get nils at this age. You know, I it might it might start happening. No, uh, I, I think that, legally, that, yeah. I think the NIL deal would be with the uh, with you. Oh, that's true. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think. Let's uh, talk. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think a, a child could sign a contract. No, maybe or not. No, I'm pretty sure it doesn't hold up. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I, I mean, yeah, sadly, it'd be like, hey, we're gonna give you, we're gonna give you a couple squishies, a couple, uh, you know, squishmallows here squishmallows. for a, for a, for a long term free. Deal. Ro yeah, we, we'll give you five thousand dollars in Roblox credit. <laughs> yes. Mojo should sign. Mojo should sign Landon right now. Yeah, so exactly. Make sure yeah, you that's true. Sure get yeah, get ahead of the game. <laughs> get all of our kids signed. Door. Becomes a ram, you know. You never know. I, I mean, you it's, never know. It's probably going to be more of a handprint than a signature, to <laughs> sure. be honest with you. It'll be adorable. <laughs> so it'll be adorable, is what you're telling me. On top I mean, of got, it being lucrative, you, you got know. a lot of lot of bibs that we can cut up. Can I throw out of the guys uh, of all those players? Who would I be in on right now? I'm gonna throw a little bit. Three, three gonna throw in a curveball because. Talk about these QBs the last few years. Stroud Stroud last year was a slam dunk. Everybody else was kind of like Anthony Richardson had the injuries. Levis had one big game. Bryce Young had a terrible season. The year before, Brock Purdy's the only guy, and he was the last pick of the draft. 
but the guys, the thing that's been happening the last few years is there have been really dynamic receivers who early on were blowing up in the hobby. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Marvin Harrison Jr. to me is the safest bet. Like, I think he's going to be a stud in this league, uh, whichever team takes him. And I think there's going to be a lot of teams that maybe decide to trade up that are good teams that try to take him. I saw some uh, crazy trade proposal 49ers apparently. Trading up, yeah, trading up for oh, blasphemy, dude. dude. Whoa. He needs to go to the Colts. Well, man. I would take that if we got rid of Brandon Ayuk. I will. Um, That's what it was. It was Ayuk and a first rounder moving up to get Marvin Harrison, Harrison Jr. Does not go to the Colts. I'm, I'm rioting. Well, Nobody this, this is according to Bucky Brooks. Uh, this so, happened. Yeah. Give me, give me Harrison at least, second at least overall for this year, pick for the Niners' thirtieth, thirty first pick and Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, who is a Ayuk. who is a free agent after the twenty five season. I don't know. I, I, oh, like I said, it's not likely. It's not, but I was like, oh. well, this Niner is this fans, is what man. they this is what they have. <laughs> I know. This is oh, you you triggered him. Um, Buc- Bucky, that was my point. Bucky Brooks. We're trading away to six six round pick, and we're gonna get we're gonna get TJ, the best receiver get, in the draft. Get TJ Watt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it has the Bears going Caleb Williams, uh, Commanders going Jaden Daniels, and the Patriots going Drake May. So that's three straight quarterbacks. Then it has the Cardinals getting Marvin Harrison. So, um, in this latest mock, obviously, uh, this I don't a like lot, that. Lot, lot changes. Yeah, I don't, like, uh, that I don't like that. I think we can finally agree. We don't like that. Chargers <laughs> going, is, yeah. Chargers going Joe Alt, which is supposed to be like a once in a lifetime offensive tackle talent. Uh, they Notre need Dame. that. Um, and then the next quarterback taken would be JJ McCarthy. JJ yeah. no. McCarthy, really? No, probably. I was gonna say Penix. And I know that the Penix some scouts are because up, of, yeah. But I, I still think he's a first right rounder. Now, Penix is going to be the best quarterback in the draft. Wow. Mm. Yeah. How about that? Wow. How about them apples? I mean, remember during the playoff run, people were like, "Look out! This is actually the best QB." And then he had a national championship game that was a little underwhelming. And then some of the some of the like pro days since then, or the Senior Bowls, were like, "Okay, maybe he's not the he's, guy." But he's going to be the guy. I'm like, he's I know what guy. we saw. JJ McCarthy going twelfth to the Broncos, and then we don't have another quarterback. Dude, that's crazy. The that need, JJ McCarthy. The Broncos need to stop JJ, drafting wait, quarterbacks. JJ McCarthy, they, they, Michigan QB. Maybe the Broncos should Why? run a system without a quarterback. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> If you can't, if you can't win with Russell Wilson. Yeah, for real. You oh, want to talk about game manager, JJ McCarthy? No. Who are the Rams getting there? Chop Robinson, who's a Fanatics exclusive. <laughs> We're getting Chop. Chop Robinson, Penn State edge rusher, no freak athlete. Rush potential would help the Rams upgrade a defense that needs more depth along the front. Wait, so we're either uh, the one I looked at. We're getting Kool Aid. This one we're getting Chop. Yeah, Kool Aid. Chop or Kool Aid. Chop or Kool Aid. Which one you want? Kool Aid would be the twenty seventh pick to Arizona. Arizona has two picks in the first round. But what 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 spots do like would help the hobby out? Like if like especially like from break perspective, I guess. New England really, you know, they have their, you know, I guess we don't get a lot of Brady cards anymore unless you go backwards. Uh, but I guess Washington getting Jaden Daniels, that would be a good thing, right? Because there's not a lot to chase for, for the Washington commander. Yeah. I don't know. I've I seen so. just from the front lines of, of ripping products, Wait, a, a lot of, of products. They're not doing it. Sam Howell? Commanders have gotten pretty decent like out the gate picks like that people are excited about. They just none of them is really are panning no out. One pans out. Like Brian Robinson, yeah, uh, Chase Young back in a Caleb years ago. Williams going I, to Chicago. I don't is know. Real yeah, excited. I don't know if for the hobby wise, if the Washington John market is the, is the best. Yeah. Um, but also a lot of these guys, <clears throat> this is like the new thing now. A lot of these guys, I know Caleb Williams is included, not going to be the combine. 
Why? Yeah. Well, I mean, if I'm Caleb Williams, why would I go to the? Why? Why would you? Marvin, like, if you're yeah. if you're gonna be like a top ten pick right now, like, why would you risk going to the combine to potentially drop? You're scared, but if you're that good, why don't you just go to the combine? Well, well but you, you could, but you could only lose though. You could only lose going to the yeah. combine. Did the you combine only, yeah. is only for guys who are trying to move up in the draft. But if you're already projected to be a top ten pick, don't show up. Yeah. I saw that Marvin Harrison Jr. is not doing any of that, and he doesn't have an agent. He's his own agent? He's he doesn't not, have an agent. He's probably got somebody. Wow. Maybe his daddy. But he, daddy I was going to say, daddy. might be dad. Yeah. But he does not have an agent as of right now. Lamar Jackson, same thing. I've heard that he has That was the thing. And and you know what? It worked. It worked. So maybe there's a lot of players going, hell do I need that for? Save that 5%, 10% or whatever it is. Right. And, and he might be. It, it, it could very well be his dad doing this, which no. – I made out the worst move. <clears throat> Let's move on to some fanatics frustration. We had uh, the the looming uh, uh, New Jerseys and pants that uh, people aren't very fond of. Yeah. Um, that's I think anytime anybody mentions anything tops related, they're like, "What about the jerseys?" Uh, that's all I see on social media these days. Uh, Cody, I know you're you really like them. Give your uh, yeah, take God, on. they're so great. You know, they're breathable, and you know they feel good. You know, there's they're everything the players have wanted, right? That's I like what how they're telling me. That's what they keep trying to tell me. That's what they get Mike Trout and Mookie Betts to tell me. Oh, guys, give it a chance. They, like, do you, can you believe they get these guys? First of all, I know we might be about a week behind here, but I was out of the country and this was happening, and I'm like, I cannot believe what is happening here. This is a like a travesty. What is going on here? I will go that far. A travesty. They huh? got. Mike Trout and Mookie Betts to do damage control two weeks before all of this stuff came out because they knew they were sitting on a ticking time bomb because they're all like, guys, give it a chance. Actually, we like these jerseys. Actually, they're good. And then the guys who weren't faces of the game started wearing them. They go, oh, this sucks. You can all see my junk. They don't look. They don't feel good. I'm they, make you, they, make you, club, they make you. They make you. They make you. They make you faster. Yeah. I so, just, I mean, I might buy one. So if I go to a Giants game, I can get to the beer line faster. You're going to buy the same the, the jersey <laughs> that is the same price. Gets me to the beer line. That faster. those beautiful oh. the beautiful embroidered jerseys of yesteryear of all we grew up, they always looked great. They always like those hand-stitched jerseys and you're going to pay the same amount for some iron-on crap, you know what? Uh, yeah, I was, don't I, love that. Don't uh, love. Don't love the amount. When I Doug, mean, when Doug told me how much they were, yeah, like two hundred and eighty dollars or yeah. three hundred. Yeah, that like, that's tough. That is tough. Um, you should be getting something. I don't care if it's like, it shouldn't. It if you're generally wearing it as a fan, it doesn't need to be like lightweight and no wick at least give us like moisture those, yeah. away and like all this stuff like it doesn't need to be that it's needs to be fashionable but, but, more yeah. than anything else but 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 the reason you buy the authentic version of any sport is that you're buying the same ones like the idea is that you're buying the same ones that the athletes are wearing on the field on the court right you know what i'm saying um so in that aspect i get it but like i also see what you're saying um, I think the the non-authentic ones at one hundred eighty dollars are a crazy price for for like a a cheaper version of the jersey. Oh, but, who, but who I don't know if there's picture. a bigger is this Mike difference. Clevenger. Uh, the one you're seeing, uh, the so I have the pictures up here. So you have 
one unfortunate where we all sort of realize this is really bad. The Casey Schmidt of the Giants. Uh, I mean, the one before it's blurred it, out. Yeah, oh yeah, the one that's yeah, that's a couple of Guardians players. But I, uh, I not, don't know. not Clevenger, right? No, no, no. He's uh, it's Austin see, Hedges see and I somebody like. else. I mean, they're trying to get females and and other people to get into baseball. And like, you know, what's kind of nice about it is I get to see how long the jersey goes. And oh, I, and, uh, how long the jersey goes? Is that yeah, what you were saying? And not then, how long they go, but the jersey. The jersey. That's okay. The, Fair enough. The fact that this guy in the Guardians. Dude, the ladies aren't going to the game. I don't want to see a bunch of. Dudes run, junk running look, around. Look, like, that's, that's, that's the kind of world I want to like, live in. <laughs> and the fact that under his pants, under his pants, he's wearing the Nike bike, bike shorts. We I mean, want to look. I, I know that, I, we all go to the game and we go, we want to see the kids. Come on. I paid a lot of money to be here. I get to see that's it. Maybe, not fair. Maybe he's that's the kind of world maybe, I want to live in. Awful, dude. Maybe this he's is wearing so like, bad. I, I wear shiesty boxers. Like, just, maybe I can find out if a player is wearing that. Now. And just to hear them say this is the same thing it was last year. Like, stop, stop it. Like, stop spitting on me and telling me it was raining. When you go to a game, do you wear straight up like game like? Game material like you're you're wearing the, the I mean, baseball pants. I will, well, no, you're wearing, you're wearing cleats. You're wearing stirrups. No, eye black. What are we doing? <laughs> Look, <laughs> I get the whole breathable. Like I can understand changing the jersey to be more comfortable, but like, is it really that much more comfortable when you slide into second and then your pants are so thin that you there's, there's tissue ass? paper and yeah, then you're just wearing the white socks shorts from the seventies. Like, is that really what we want? I don't know. It's just I say it's, let's, it's let's, incredibly let's, frustrating. Let's see how it is in actual game one right. first. But yeah. What I what I fear is in and I have noticed some teams have actually opted for the thicker pants already in spring training. Uh, very Wait, quietly. well. There's an option. Well, I don't know if there is. I know. I think the players' association. No, I know. I know there was a there was a player there was a player who said I am going out to Dick Sporting Goods to yeah. get some baseball pants. I think that so, the players' I, I'm, association. I'm not trying to sell hot dogs over yeah. here. The players' association <laughs> has trying to be a hot dog vendor. Expressive of displeasure, <laughs> where I think there's teams that they're just kind of like f it. Like if we get fined, we get fined. Like we can't do this. I mean, I mean, with this much, you know, from the outside looking in, you know, not being a, not being a huge baseball um, person that watches a lot of baseball games, um, I guess it doesn't. I'm not that reactive to it to the story, but. Um, it seems like there's enough reaction that Fanatics is probably going to do something. They have to. People yeah. like complaining mostly because well, I, I this, say, is, is, this, this is not going to affect me watching games. Did you guys? I'm not going to be like these jerseys. I can't even bother even watching this game. Of, but it is a cheapening <laughs> of the game. <laughs> you have the most expensive. I have. I'll put the picture up again. You have the most expensive player in all of pro sports wearing a Halloween costume. I also thought it was like it's ridiculous. Proper uniform to wear a cup. Well, well, that's a whole different story. I mean, baseball players. So the, some these, are wearing these ball players. Are. I mean, I'm I'm assuming catchers got to be a, wearing a that cup, right? Even a magnifying glass to read guys' names on the back of their jersey now. Like it's ridiculous. And here's where I'll bring in the card aspect, and it's where I am like, I do like, it's sort of conspiracy theory, but I've seen enough people say it now where it's like. Is there a little part of, because now it's what? I, I think this is the first year where Fanatics is basically taking the specs from Nike and producing the jerseys. Is there a little part of me that thinks, are they doing this so that the manufacturing of the cards with Relics is just a little bit cheaper, that they're cutting costs a little bit? Yes. I, I do think there too. is something 
to that. But and it makes me mad. Honestly, it makes me upset. Like, how much are you really but saving? But somebody, I mean, we're, we're, we're like pointing a finger at like fanatics and going, fanatics, fanatics, fanatics. Somebody at Nike had to that give a stamp of approval and be like, this looks good. We're going to put our brand on right. it. Right. It's, they're not, they're not, they are not, uh, they're absolutely deserving of blame as well. They're absolutely Yeah, I, I don't hear a lot of people blaming, right. maybe because the industry we're in and what we see, but I don't see a lot of people blaming Nike mm-hmm. as much as they're blaming Fanatics. I think too, it is though, Fanatics' fault. They did it. It. How how dare they ruin the jersey? I'm done with baseball. Yeah. Clearly, the person that tried it on tucked it. I think that Nike has more of a trust when it comes to quality <laughs> of branding. Like when you wear Nike stuff, like it's usually good quality. It lasts. It's good. It's good. Whereas I think Fanatics has a reputation to a lot of fans, especially in the merchandising part, where they're like, it can be a little shaky. What times. if what if the jerseys had like built in underwear? Like that thickened it up in that area. <laughs> that's what's actually going on. Well, I never thought on February twenty like, eighth. Yeah, the, the February twenty eighth edition of the podcast we'd be talking about guys' clothes, but we're here. So fashion. Uh, this fashion. is a fashion podcast. It is. So, I don't yeah. know if you guys knew. And then, so and then, it sounds like we're all done with baseball, huh? This is like the this is the final. This is my straw. breaking point. This I'm is a really breaking excited point. about baseball this year for some reason. I might watch. Our patch is not going to be as nice. Is that what we're saying? That's yes. This is what I'm saying. Is that it's not embroidered anymore. They're ironed on. So they're not going to look at that, that pop where you're like, wow, what a sick patch. It's just going to be an iron on patch. Kind of like the NBA did, right? Yeah. NBA right. That's the thing. And this, here's the thing is maybe I'm also. Would you prefer? Because these are all, these all the top stuff is game worn. Or you, you prefer a nice dope, like non ironed on patch, but it's uh, not, not worn, not I game would. worn. Yeah. I, would. I mean, hmm. Hmm. This is the argument now. This is the argument. You want to know that your favorite player wore this? This was I in, guess I, in I guess I'm at the point where I'm area. like, do I? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just want them to wear the nice ones, like we've always worn, and everything was fine. This this was a. I remember when basketball switched over from like stitching to you know embroidery. Yeah, they did the same thing. It's, yeah. It was kind of football the same has kind board, of gone. Yeah. The, football yeah, remember when the, uh, well. LeBron's jersey ripped the first day, ripped down the back. Yep. You know. Yeah, growing um, pains. Yeah, well, um, maybe it's a big April Fool's joke. Remember, remember the fine majestic. We go back to the majestic jerseys. Maybe I do love the majestic. Majestic is yeah. awesome. But yeah, they were great. They were, not, they were not a big enough company to compete with the Nike of the world. Um, <clears throat> so another snafu. Obviously, you guys probably already heard about this. Series one was supposed to have the first card stamp signifying. The first one printed of uh, top rookies this year, actually all the rookies, um, and they did not put the stamp on the front saying first card, but the back of the card does say one of one. This has gotten the hobby very angry. Uh, everybody's very angry, and uh, it's a good thing that your breaker, uh, MojoBreak.com. Well, some of you guys break with us. Maybe you just listen to our podcast. We ship all base. So the question is to some of those breakers that are out there, because I'm assuming nobody's looking at the back of every card. That would be silly. And we didn't know about this. Now we do that. There could be a one of one that's in with your base cards. So I would go back and check. I'm I'm, I go through piles of base cards, but it's just sucks because they promoted it this way and then it comes out and they didn't do it. So they're so so it's not in the middle like all the rare stuff. Yeah, we don't know. I'm. We would assume it was in the I middle. I would assume it would be in the middle, but it would 
probably not be backwards and it would just be a base card. So mm. if somebody is flying through it, they're just like, oh, that was just a, a regular base card that was yeah. in the middle because of the Because the number pack. cards are backwards, like the number to six, the, 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 I mean, the, the stars and stripes ones yeah. backwards. But some of the, the, photo, the photo variations where they were like, we added the gold back. So you're more, it's more obvious. Well, it's not obvious when the gold back isn't backwards. Like I yeah, have to be like, I, mean, I think this is a photo variant. Oh, yep, it is. Okay. Yeah, we're we're seasoned vets here, so like right. we would probably catch it. But again, we ship. This is a a non-issue with us because we ship all base. Like it or not, here at MojoBreak.com, you get all your base cards. Uh, a lot of base. A lot of base. So. So uh, Tops did issue a statement. They got out in front of it, which is the right thing to do. For those who have pulled these cards, we'd like to offer these uh, to stamp these cards with the first card as well as provide you with a Tops credit. To initiate the request for the stamp and the Tops credit, please go to Tops.com to account to file a claim. And now I know what social media was saying, and I haven't seen the back of any of these cards, that they were saying people can just now stamp a one of one on a back of a base card and send it in and say, I pulled it. But... That would work unless the serial code on the back is different, which I would assume it would be. I hope so. Because I the serial so. numbering on yeah. SP, on I'm talking about That's the little the, tops I, code on the back, is different. Base cards are different than SPs. Yeah. I would hope that there is a different number than the base card on the back of said card. So we'll see. Uh, or else, yes, that would be a problem of people trying to. I don't know where you're going to get and where a one-on-one stamp. Where the heck do you stamp? get a one-on-one yeah, 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 stamp? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Where's, Lu- where's Luis Rodriguez when we need him? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, With okay. This great auto. I, I I just went on eBay to see if there are any of these up there now, and this may lend some credence to the first card thing because I'm getting confusion about oh this is only for rookies or there's also vet ones of the first card, but I, most people seem to be in agreement that it's mostly rook that's all rookies because the only one I see that's sold is a Miami Marlins team card. That is considered a first card with the one of one stamp on it. And it looks pretty legit from what I'm seeing, unless they did a great Photoshop job, uh, which, by the way, why would there be a first? That's what I'm saying. Team card. That's why the, Mar- the Marlins have been around for a while. Right. Uh, so 1993, is it, so I believe. Is it not a rookie distinction thing, which they never really made clear? Yeah, that's true. Is this just a this is the first card that we printed? I guess it would be along the right. lines of I don't know if some of you guys remembered Stadium Club. They had the first day issue yeah. stamp on there, which there wasn't just one. There was a good amount of them, but it was the first day they printed the cards. They signed those stamps. So it could be on it could be on every card. We don't know. Yeah. So, if that is in fact true, then maybe it's not just in the middle of the. Pack. And this so. card, by the way, sold for two hundred fifty dollars. So, take that for it's a. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to look at it. It's a, just literally looks like a. It's mar- just the Marlins team card for twenty twenty four, and on the back it's got the one of one. Didn't they do this with a jerseys last year as well? Like, what did but didn't they do this like the was it Otani like the first. First Dodger. Oh, yes. They did do a thing where it was like the first. Yeah, they did that. They did that with. uh, Wouldn't the Marlins card just be a one on one version of that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not the first. But because of this distinction, it's technically first card issued. Yeah, it's I that's where I'm like I thought it's like that would just be a one on one base card of that card. I even I even version of every single base card. Mm -hmm. I even thought on day one when I was ripping through it, I'm like, man, I haven't seen any of the first cards. I haven't seen any other breaks with so first cards, and then I was kind of like, I guess they just abandoned it, and I'm like, oh well, who cares? So you're so you're saying like for rookies, 
there's a 101 first rookie. And then there's, and then the there's also a 101 yeah. rook, regular rookie. Right. Sweet. Which, I mean, I think we all can agree. If you can have one of the two, I'd rather have the platinum. Yeah. I don't care about the, the – I, I, yeah. I don't know. This is like – maybe this is a way of the baseball the – tr- the hobby gods are telling you – there's well, been who there's cares? been I think it's safe to say there's been some growing pains yes. with the uh with the fanatics takeover of tops and there's probably going to be more and uh it's something that I think we're just kind of getting used to at this point unfortunately yeah, it's, 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 but it's I, how many releases have we had where there hasn't been any any anything is go wrong it almost feels like the norm. But, but, but we also, I mean, you could we can go into Prism as well. It's not isolated to just tops. Upper Deck has had issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had a lot of products that are missing hits. Uh, we've had Panini, Prism, $900 a box. There's a bunch of people who are opening that that's missing all the autos. So, you know. And, you know, uh, Tops did do a great job of marketing the Rip Party. So if you want to, you know, I like to hit, hit some negatives with some positives. You know, we had Tom Brady. We had uh, Meek Mill. There was Steve Aoki. There was Whoa, Joe Burrow. We, we had them? We didn't. We didn't. Oh, maybe, I was like, man, maybe, I'm maybe, like. We had a taco truck, I was, so I, mean, all, I was here, and I didn't see any better. of those people. We had taco fractors. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, we had taco trucks, which, frankly, look, uh, Tom's great. Tom, Tom Brady, great. But give me a good Taco over Tom Brady. Yeah, nice. Bedia. Yeah. Oh, we had that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, so they did a good job of getting uh, some of these shops, uh, some some celebrities to promote the events. And uh, did a, Ruben did a great video with Kevin Hart to promote Series 1 as well. So when have you seen that kind of stuff? So you, you kind of take the good with the bad as well. Uh, the bad, how about whatnot, uh, continues to be uh, uh, bad. Continues to be what the not? flea market of breaks. <laughs> we will let anybody who's a seller who can have a computer – or phone and open up cards. We'll let you on there. Uh, release dates. We don't care. You, you could break it. Uh, go to the you, next thing we're going to see is a breaker. He's going to go to the printing facility. He's going to pull sheets off and, and start putting those in breaks because you know what? Release dates don't matter. But if you're a, a big seller on there and you got to abide by release dates, well, you know, these little guys that can get the boxes uh, a day early from David Adams or, or their distributors or whoever they're getting them from, they're going to just rip it early because they're going to have find it an advantage and whatnot's going to say, you know what? We don't care because all we care about is money. So, but there's also a situation where a Weapon Yama was pulled out of a Monopoly pack, a one of 10 Blue Millionaire, which I guess is valued at about 5K. The seller uh, was auctioning off these spots on whatnot, and the guy that won the Spurs, uh, so apparently his payment got declined. Um, but they verbally reached an agreement that he would pay him. So the break proceeded on. He pulled this one of 10. Webin Yama, like I said, valued around $5,000. And uh, he basically says now that, uh, you know what, since you didn't pay, it's my card. So the IOU got thrown out of the window. This guy's pissed. That I guess the seller uh, Differ. He offered, he offered him. He offered him a hundred bucks. So. Differ said, "I'll give you a hundred dollars." I'll give you a hundred dollars for your troubles. And uh, it's it's uh, taken off on uh, social media because this stuff continues to happen on whatnot. So, um, I I honestly, as a breaking company, I never look at the value of any card that is pulled because that is the wrong way to look about look at your business. The cards are for the customers, not for you ever. Uh, I would have never done an IOU to begin with. I would just probably re-ran the card. But if I did do an IOU, yeah, that's your card. You got to pay me. Now, could you have 
maybe gave them a time limit after the break. That might have been acceptable. Like, hey, you got to pay it 24 hours. I think anybody in their right mind would give you $100 for a $5,000 card. I, I, it's on the breaker. So this doesn't look very transparent. Um, and the breaker should honor his. IOU. This isn't this also getting back to whatnot. And we have always been a big fan of the live e-commerce platforms. We've we were on whatnot. Yep. We've done loop. We did drip. We're on fanatics live. Like we did them all. We're and not too really much dinosaurs. You know, yeah, I mean, but we did them all to try to just navigate and learn. Like, it was a, a new situation to us, so we, we felt that we really had to go out there and learn, and why not learn from all these different platforms? Uh, Whatnot needs to figure out a better vetting process for letting their breakers come on board and be able to sell. It reflects poorly on Whatnot as a brand, when stuff like this happens and these scams happen and it happens, I would say, I'd be like, man, I'm like, we're talking about this, but it's really isolated. It's not. It happens every week. There was one a couple days ago with like the guy who is the LA breakers who literally like just scanned over the, the hit and just put it to the side. Like yep. this stuff, literally you go on Twitter, you go on Instagram, you go on TikTok every week. There is a breaker scam, somebody doing something shady, and then you look at what platform it's on, it's almost 100% <laughs> on whatnot. Yep. Loop, I I know they don't have, they don't do as much volume as as whatnot, but you never hear of any shady stuff that's going on with Loop. You don't hear anything that goes on with Drip. It, it literally always comes back to whatnot. And you don't if it ever hear, happens, Fanatics Live, Fanatics Live, you don't really hear anything. Yeah. And if it does happen on Fanatics Live, it gets stamped out really fast. A hundred percent. And very good I, I mean, I I know whatnot has tried to put uh, procedures in place. Like they had the community police. The, they had the community police, which obviously it's not working. Not working. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you got to you got to have a better vetting yeah. system. Yeah, they they are running this like an open door policy like anybody that can join us can join and us to, and because to, we're just going to make fees. We don't care about anything else and that's that's just not good for the customer. It's also not good for guys that go on there and grind, build up their client base and then they're just going to let this guy with some Prism retail go on the app and scam people and people see this and then maybe that empire of customers you've built on whatnot get affected by that and they go somewhere else it's just not good just reward your power sellers i've even heard rumors that like other apps aren't even letting other breakers on their app until they provide a following like because they're like well we've already got established sellers if you're going to come out here without a following then you're going to take some of the following of the breakers that have already established themselves but whatnot doesn't seem like they care they just let anybody go on there well and again we don't whatnot you go on that app and it it's not isolated to sports cards that is that is just one small piece of the pie and when we hear all the scams we're in the sports card industry and pokemon and stuff like that so we hear those imagine the amount of scams that probably go on on the app altogether with like the sneakers the clothing the comics, the coins. Yeah, you, the, you, I mean, there's never been a fake Jordan show, uh, like, uh, like a like a knockoff. Uh, well, we're and we since we don't like follow those industries as much, we don't even hear what's going on. So, like, this isn't their issues 
are not isolated to just the trading card category. It's probably running rampant on every single category they have on that app. And the consensus is, at least in our industry, is that if you want to get ripped off, you go to whatnot. Like, I, that, that is all you literally hear. I mean... Yeah, and I'm not. We're not using this as an advertisement to break with us. That'd be great if you did. If not, you know, there's plenty of other great options out there. I mean, you got to look at if you're going to try to protect yourself as a consumer, you need to see how long this person's been in business. You know what their social media platform looks like. You can kind of get an idea of how long they've been in the business by their social media platform. And I think even on whatnot, you can see past videos. If this is like this guy's second break, like. How do you know if he hits a car like this? These guys could be like, you know what? This guy may have started his business with $500. He had a, a, a webcam and a laptop, and he's on here doing his first Monopoly break. And you know what? He sees this $5,000 car. He's like, you know what? I don't think I was going to be a breaker anyway. But all So he cashes out. Yeah, $5,000 is it doesn't seem like a lot, but maybe for him it's enough to go ahead and you know move on to another career. But honestly, to take it even further, though, he could go – it was so easy for me to get set up as a seller on this platform that if I hit something big enough, I can just fade away out from this name and probably start up again yeah. with another name yep. as a new seller and just do the same exact thing all over again. Right. That's a good point. Yep. I, I, I'll just say, I mean, the, the scam here, obviously, uh, the, the, the worst here of these two issues, of these two scenarios that we brought up, but it's just such a pet peeve in this hobby of like how many times have we been in here and i hear we're like on what's we're just checking in on whatnot ah they're breaking such and such a day early two days early cool great nobody nobody cares and then you and, and it kind of feels the messy like, the messy super right. was pulled yesterday out of finest early. on whatnot early, early. early. they did not have an exclusive right to rip that product early. But instead of what not stepping in and being like, hey, as a seller, you got to respect release date. Oh, they're going to pump this they're up. Like, they're like, look they're all, on we don't give a shit. They told us. They're, yeah. We've I, asked them. We asked them and they're like, honestly, it gets more eyeballs and it gets more traction to the right. website. And I'm like, so you basically don't give a crap about the industry as a whole, any right? Rules, really. Yeah. Rules don't apply to you. It's about yeah. likes, clicks, and making that service yeah. fee, huh? It sucks that they're playing by a different set of rules where we're all waiting, and then it just, like, look, I'm not saying, like, the Tops MLS Finest is going to be hot because Messi's in it. doesn't matter that the, regardless if the Super Factor gets pulled or not on day one. It's just, but it does take the wind out of your sails. And we'll leave things right there. That does it for this week's episode of The Hype. We did have a small little technical glitch at the end with Doug's outro, so... It's going to be me out during the show this week. But thanks again for listening, guys. Make sure to go over to MojoBreak.com. All the latest breaks, all the newest releases. Get into some breaks. Join us on Fanatics Live wherever you're at. And we will see you next week on The Hype.